0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Sam Cohen lives here in Lakewood. This is a man who grew up with what you would call a modern orthodox education. He's from the Lakewood of old, Lakewood of many years ago, native Lakewooder, to the extent that after years and years, his mother got sick. His mother, his mother came into the old age home here in Lakewood, and he had a minhag. A beautiful concept. This is something that we could all emulate. And at least it should open up to us a certain feeling of a true Kibbutz Abba'em. This wasn't the guy that put his mother away in an old age home. This was the guy that put his mother in an old age home so he can be there with the staff to continue helping her needs. A very big difference. And to prove it, Sam Cohen. He come to visit his mother every single morning. He'd have breakfast with her after Tefillah, and then he'd go on to his day, and he wouldn't miss a morning, not weekday, not Shabbat, and every morning he would come in, and his mother would literally light up when she'd see her son, her only son, Sam, come in, and it was there, one morning he was speaking over with his mother, and she was cheering, and she was happy, and he says, okay, ma, I gotta go to work, he goes to work, he had a decent day. That evening, phone in Sam's house, springs. Say hello? hello, uh, Mr. Cohen, uh... This is nurse so-and-so. I hate to break to you the terrible news, but your mother just passed away. Sam says, what? How's that? I just saw my mother this morning. She looked great. She looked fine. What are you talking about? I don't get this. Are you serious? Is he? Amen. Sam, listen to me. I advise you. We just put the body now downstairs in the morgue. You're going to call the Chavra Kadisha, Tomorrow morning, this paperwork to sign. I would advise you quickly, get yourself a rabbi, get yourself a funeral home, and get the preparations for the funeral ready. Sam, it was like a lightning bolt that went right through his brain. He didn't know what hit him. He said, I don't get this. My mother looked great this morning. Ah, so sudden. So sudden. was he going to do? He spent the night crying. Next morning, Hebra Kadisha was already there, took care of all the arrangements for the body. At the same time, Sam, Sam went in, signed up all the paperwork. Sam called the rabbi of Sons of Israel, one of the congregations here in Lakewood. And he said, Rabbi, terrible news. But as a congregant of yours, uh, my mother passed away last night. I'd like to make the funeral in the shul. And Rabbi, I'd like you to be the one to eulogize. Now, I know that you don't know my mother that well, but you know the family, please. I have nobody else. Can you please eulogize her? The rabbi says, absolutely, Sam. I know your family for years. Your mother was a good woman. We'll have the funeral. I'll give the eulogy. We are burying her. I didn't make any arrangements. What should I do? The rabbi quickly gives Sam a number for the Jewish cemetery here in Lakewood. Out 70. And he says to him, here, call this number. Sam calls the number. And $7,500 later, he buys a plot. And everything was set up for the 12 o'clock funeral. Sam shows up The Aaron was brought by Hebrakadisha the rabbi is at the pulpit, and the entire congregation came out to the funeral of Cone's mother. And the rabbi got very emotional. And the rabbi spoke about her and her tzidkut. And then right after the funeral, everybody lent a hand. They carried they carried the coffin out to the hearse. And there they drove out together to the seventy in the Jewish quarter, where all and many of the wonderful old timers of Lakewood that build this unbelievable city of Torah laid to rest, and there, Sam's mother as well. Ay, ay, ay. Sam was broken. What a shock. What a shock. He didn't see this coming. That night, he comes home. He sits down in the house. The doors are open, and the shiva, the seven days of mourning, the shiva begins. People start coming over to the house. The house is packed with people. As people are coming in, and Sam's on the floor, crying and telling all the stories about his mother, guy comes walking in from the kitchen and says, uh, holding the phone, Sam, you have a phone call. Sam says, probably somebody's calling from out of town from Israel. That's probably telling me uh, you know words of condolences. Sam says, Who is it? Sam, I don't know how to explain this to you, but um Your mother's on the phone. <laughs> Sam jumps up, excuse me? What? That's not funny. That's a very tasteless joke. I'm sitting here in Shiva. I'm sitting here crying my heart out. What, do you, what, what is that? Is that supposed to be funny? He says, "No, no, Sam, I'm not joking. Your mother is on the phone." Sam looked at him and said, "What? My mother? Is she calling long distance?" Mm. What, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> they brought him the phone. Sam gets on the phone. Sam picks up the phone, gets on the phone, and he says, "Hello, who is this?" Suddenly, here's a voice. Samuel? Ma? Ma? I I don't get it. Ma? Where are you? I didn't, I didn't mean to ask that question. I mean, I mean. (laughs) Is this really you? Samuel, this is your mother. Of course it's me. I mean, who else is it? Ma? You don't get it. You, You died last night. Sam? I don't know what you're talking about. But I got very worried and concerned. He said, you got worried and concerned. I buried you this morning. I laid you to rest in the Jewish cemetery. I was the one that covered the grave with dirt. Sam, I don't know what you're talking about. But you know, every morning you come to visit me for breakfast. This morning, you didn't come to visit me for breakfast. I got all nervous. I thought maybe something happened to you. You thought something happened to me? Maya! Yeah. We had a funeral this morning, and the rabbi got up, and the rabbi spoke, and he got, he was crying and tears. Mom, is this a joke? Sam, if you don't believe me, come right now to the old age home. I'm sitting here in my room, room 119. Sam jumps up out of the shiva. He says, this is crazy. This is impossible. But that was my mother. Sam gets back on the phone. He calls quickly the old age home. He asks for the nurse that called him the night before. He says, nurse, what is going on? And then suddenly there's silence on the phone. Let me come back for a moment. A minute later, she comes back. She says, I don't know how to tell you this, Sam. I made a terrible mistake. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I made a terrible mistake. What happened? Last night, I called you and I told you your mother died. It wasn't your mother that died. Your mother's roommate died. But by mistake, instead of calling the deceased that was in room 119, bed A, by mistake, I called the next of king of the deceased of room 119, bed B. I called the wrong kids. What? Are you joking me? You mean to tell me that I just buried today a person that was a complete stranger? You mean to tell me That I made a funeral today for a person a complete stranger. I got the rabbi to speak and eulogize. I spent $7,000 on the grave. And I just buried a complete stranger. I don't know what to tell you, Sam. Sam hangs up. He calls back his mother in room 119. He says, Mom, did you a roommate? Oh, yeah, Sam. She was such a sweet lady. She was only here for a few weeks. I didn't really get, I didn't really get to know her that well, but she was a very special lady. I saw the way she, I saw the way she actually carried herself. Ah, you don't get it. I thought it was you. I made a funeral today and I buried your roommate. Now, I have to call the family of this lady who I buried today. I have to tell them that they missed the funeral of their mother or grandmother. I have to tell them that I buried their mother and grandmother, and it was one big mistake. She said, Sam, don't even bother. This lady that died, she only has one daughter, and she doesn't really get along with her. Every time they would speak on the phone, it was always yelling and screaming. Says, "My, I, my, I, uh, I have no choice. I got to call her. Sam, he gets the number from the nurse, and he calls up the daughter of the lady who really did die, the roommate of his mother, bed 119A. And he calls up the daughter and he says to her, I don't know how to tell you this. It was a terrible mistake. And long story short, your mother died. I buried her this morning in a Jewish cemetery. I made a funeral for her, very respective. And I had a rabbi give a beautiful eulogy. I know that doesn't mean much to you because you missed it all. But at least you should be consoled that it was done with great respect. This silence. And then the woman's daughter says, wow, my mother. Son of a gun! She got away with it. I can't believe it. Excuse me? Got away with what? Sir, I don't know who you are, but I want to tell you that when I was younger, I went off to college, and I came back with a man who wasn't Jewish. And my mother told me, if I'm to marry him and spend my life with him, she's not going to be able to carry the same relationship with me after our marriage. I thought that was terrible. I thought she was literally cutting me off for no good reason. I went and I married this man regardless. And for 20 years, my mother and I never spoke. Only a few years ago, my mother and I reconnected. And it was at that point that I told my mother I'll never forgive her. But because she has nobody else in the world, and I have no one else in the world, because my husband died only three years after the marriage, because of that, I'll talk to her but I'll never forgive her. And my mother would beg and cry to me every day. I know you hate me, but all I'm asking you, I have no one else in the world. Please, could you just give me a Jewish burial? Please, can you just get me a respectable rabbi to give me a eulogy? Can you please just get me a Jewish funeral and a Jewish burial? And I would tell my mother, Jewish burial, Jewish funeral, rabbi, ma, when you die, There's going to be one word coming out of my mouth. Cremation. What? Cremation. (laughs) Slefa. Esh. Dust. Cremation. Wow, look at that. My mother got away with it. I can't believe it. Sam was blown away by this phone call. He calls back his mother. and He says, Ma, I just spoke to the woman's daughter. The real Mishnah. <laughs> she wanted to cremate her mother. She says, Yes, Sam. She would cry to me night after night. And this woman, Sam, I want to tell you, she had it to Helene sitting at her night table in my room. Yeah. Day and night, she would cry and pray and pray and cry. And she is God, just one thing. Just, I'm begging you, Hashem. My daughter wants to cremate me. I have nobody else in the world but you. I'm relying only on you. Please, Hashem, give me a Jewish funeral, a rabbi to eulogize, and a Jewish burial. That's all I ask for. And sure enough, at the time when she passed, suddenly it seems a mistake took place. And instead of calling the next of kin, Abed 119A, they ended up calling the children of 119B, Sam Cohen. Who ran and gave this woman a funeral, a rabbi to eulogize in an incredible, respectable way, and the plot? Seven and a half thousand dollars later, in the Jewish part of the Lakewood Cemetery, because a tefilla never goes unhurt. We need no one when we have Bore olam, but we have to realize the opportunity when the doors are open and the time is now. If that doesn't do it for you, then this will. When I was in second grade, one morning, I remember yes. a friend of mine, Joshua, comes running in. And he says to me, "Dubi, listen, we're not going out to recess today. I said, Shoo? what are you talking about? He says, no, no, we're not going out to recess. I said, why? What's the emergency? My mother, she's going to give birth. When I was leaving to yeshiva, she was going to the hospital. I said, Mabruk, Azalto. What's the problem? No, 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 you don't get it. We're not going to recess. We're staying in and we're praying. Why, is there something wrong? He says, yeah, there's something wrong. I have five sisters. We gotta pray it's gonna be a boy. Because if this is another girl, I'm leaving the house. I'm coming over to your house. I said, wow, okay, that's a code red. Okay, now I understand. What the emergency is, and I remember in second grade, it's a little boy. I remember that that day recess, I stayed inside while everybody else went out to play ball. I stayed inside with my friend Jesse. And together we took out the Tehillim and we were shaking back and forth. The boy, Hola! You got to send Jesse a brother because had already, you know, five sisters, he's going out of his mind. And we sat, then we prayed, then we prayed. And I remember my rebbe, second grade rebbe. He comes walking in with his coffee in the recess. He looks around. Sees us sitting and praying, and he says, No, something okay. What are you doing in here? I said, Rebbe, it's an emergency. What's the emergency? What you mean Jesse's mother? She went in to give birth today, really? Wow, so what's the problem? I said, Rebbe, come on, get with the program. He has five sisters. <laughs> We're praying that it has to be a boy. Oh, that's an emergency. Okay, continue, continue. Go ahead, there, go ahead. Keep praying. Praying our hearts out over to healing the little boys. All recess. recess came. recess went. The kids came back in. And the class started again. And then about an hour later, there's a knock on the classroom door. And in walks in my friend's father. Jesse's father comes walking in with a big smile. And everybody looks at him. Everyone says, yeah? He looks at the smile. He says, the "Class," and he says, "Azalto, mabruk." It was. <laughs> it was a girl, and the whole class went, "Oh!" And I remember jumping up and saying, "What? Give me a girl!" I prayed. I gave up my recess. Well, it was a girl, oh, and they named this little girl oh, Naomi <laughs> Sutton. Well, P.S. today, her name isn't Naomi Sutton. Today, her name is Naomi Ben Shushan, my wife. So, we should be together to grab every opportunity in this Elul with every tefillah because every tefillah counts. And bore Olam knows exactly what to do with every single tefillah as long as as we're grabbing every single opportunity. Don't sleep through Elul. Dream through Elul. Thank you for listening. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories StoriesToInspire.org